I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. Here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. I like to dine out. So I'm often dealing with waiters and waitresses. And most of these interactions, they go off without a hitch. But every so often, there are issues. For instance, if I order a coffee and you ask me if I need creamer, when I say yes, that should be a tip that I'll need room for that creamer. Don't fill the coffee to the brim. Don't fill it so high you have to walk like a hot coal walker making his way to my table. Leave some room for that creamer. Yeah, you have to take displacement into effect. If you fill it to the top, then it's going to spill out when I add the cream and sugar. That's not what any of us want. You know how when you get into the tub, the water level rises? This is the same concept, but all in all, a minor annoyance. Seriously? More of a problem is a waiter arguing with me over my order. I'm a very picky eater, annoyingly picky, and I know this, and I make allowances for it when I dine out. So if you drop a plate in front of me and I say, excuse me, this isn't what I ordered, don't fight with me. The chances of me getting my order wrong are slim to none. You, on the other hand, are dealing with five people at my table and like seven other tables. That's significantly more orders to deal with, thereby increasing the likelihood that you'd make a mistake. And it's not the end of the world. It won't affect my tip. Just take it back and bring me what I ordered. But when you say, oh, no, sir, you ordered blah, blah, blah. Hey, that will affect your tip. It's my order. Let's go ahead and assume I know it. Uh, all right. Last one. And I know these are picky, but I hate it when I have to ask for salt or pepper at the table. They should be be placed at the table ahead of time. Every time you reset the table, someone ensures the salt and pepper shakers are there at the table, along with proper flatware and a napkin. I can't tell you how many times I've had to ask for a knife or fork after my food's been served. Really? Am I a pig at the trow? Should I be burying my face into the mashed potatoes like that bratty five-year-old at the table behind me? And that's another thing. Unruly kids. Look, I don't expect perfectly quiet babies. That's unrealistic. I get it. Babies cry. But we're talking older kids. And again, I don't expect rock and pictures of family perfection. But when your kid knocks a plate out of a server's hand because they're running around roughhousing, you better do more than shrug your shoulders with that kids will be kids look. You should be disciplining your rotten sex trophies so we can all enjoy our meal. Nobody cares. You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. Hey, good news. Remember that piece of gum you swallowed back in 2015? Well, it's finally passed through your digestive system. I mean, it's been more than seven years, right? <laughs> good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. People on social media are talking about the dumbest myths that some people still believe, and the seven-year gum thing was mentioned. Now, of course, I like to pop those misconceptions with the thing called your whole life's a lie, but we're not going to do that here. We're going to start with a couple. Let's start with the gum thing. Well, most of us empty our stomach within a half hour to two hours after eating. That includes gum. Uh, there's a dramatic reading of a person's will. There's a myth people believe. Everybody in the same room like in the movies. Uh, state lawyers say that may have happened 150 years ago. In reality, they just mail everybody a copy if they want it now. Another myth that you eat X number of spiders in your sleep every year. That probably never happens. In fact, I've done your whole life is a lie about that one. For a sleeping person to swallow a spider even once would involve so many unlikely circumstances. It probably will never happen. On a more serious note, another one that's been on the Your Whole Life is a Lie segment, that you don't have to wait 48 hours to report someone missing. Those are myths many of us believe, and there are many more. On a completely unrelated note, there are a couple of Men Are Always Right Days coming up this month. Note to the ladies, don't forget to acknowledge that men are always right. 
In case you didn't know, women are marking on their calendars February 29th, February 30th, and February 31st as the three days a year where men know what's best. So set a reminder and recognize these three important dates for your man in February. Accept and concede his expertise, knowledge, and wisdom. We will return to the status quo on March 1st. Thank you. So over the weekend, I'm hanging out with my younger brother, and we end up at a mall. And I'm in a store, that you know, clothing store. It's got the mannequins and the clothes and all that stuff. And uh, I'm bored until I see a woman with a kid, maybe five or six years old. And while she was shopping, the kid was peeking up the dummy's skirts and such. Yeah, lifting them up, looking up. And then he stuck his head up under one, and I burst out laughing. <laughs> the mom looked to see what I thought was so funny and then ripped me for encouraging her kid. Don't encourage him! What's the matter with you? You should know better. Blah, 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 blah. She runs me up and down, and I'm laughing at her the whole time. So I got to ask, am I a jerk? Facebook.com slash angry prospector. Catherine says, no, she seems stupid. Probably one of those, you look at my kid wrong, and I call it bullying types. Ryan says, stupid is is what stupid does. So no, you're not a jerk. Facebook.com slash angry prospector. John says, you can't discipline her kid, can you? But you shouldn't egg him on either. So maybe you're a jerk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Am I a jerk? You are not a jerk whatsoever. Not a jerk. I'm good on this. You are very good on that. You know what? I'd rather see a young boy look up a girl's dress than a guy. Than a, you know what I mean? Nadine, OMG, no. I would have been embarrassed if my child did that, but I would have laughed with you. My son, when he was small, used to honk the bras while walking past him as, uh, as we were shopping. Kids will be kids. Jeffrey, no. Besides that, tirade was probably concocted for her husband. All right, you tell me, am I a jerk? Yes, sir. You're a jerk on this one, Prospector. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you're good. How can I? I, I would f*** my fence laughing. Trust me, I was laughing very hard, you know? Like, it was a full-on guffaw, and then I started cracking up, you know? And I think it's just parents don't know how to raise their kids, so they blame other people. If yeah. they would take the time to teach their kids right from wrong, then they wouldn't have to worry what other people think. Paul on Facebook.com says, Angry Prospector says, Yeah, you're a jerk on this one. You shouldn't egg the kid on. And Michelle says, I, I don't know why she'd yell at you. More of an issue with her child than the child brain adult-sized man who's laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I guess she's not saying I'm a jerk. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. The Webb Telescope discovered six new galaxies, but despite its incredible power, it still can't find the plot to Avatar The Way of the Water. Courtney Cox got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday. And just before that, she went to her doctor and got an expression of joy molded on her face. The EPA will resume toxic waste removal in Ohio. Their first stop, the front office of the Cleveland Browns. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Last year, a 24-year-old named Tommy Pasquale started walking across America to raise money for the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans. Tommy left New Jersey in September and hoped to make it to Venice Beach, California by April. But he arrived more than a month ahead of schedule, walking nearly 3,000 miles in 143 days, and he raised $100,000. 
Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Unless you're in the 0.07% of people that this applies to, you maybe never even thought about it. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Next year is a leap year, but 2023 is not. So when do people born on February 29th celebrate? Today? Tomorrow? Maybe both? Someone on Reddit asked leap babies or leaplings to weigh in, and the general consensus seems to be there isn't one. Some people like to celebrate today to keep it in February. Some prefer tomorrow because a day early feels wrong, and a few diehard leaplings only celebrate once every four years. A few other people also said their parents celebrated their birthday on the 28th and March 1st, which is nice. You don't get a real birthday, so two fake ones seem like a, a acceptable trade-off. Even Facebook has had trouble with this, by the way. On the 28th, they used to tell friends your birthday was tomorrow and then didn't send out an alert on March 1st. From a legal standpoint, though, tomorrow is the day that matters. When a leap baby turns 21, they technically cannot get into a bar until 12 a.m. on March 1st. And now a special birthday message. Today is February 28th. Happy birthday if yours is today. But if you were born on February 29th, there will be no tomorrow. The next time your birthday will exist will be next year. But oh, what a time it'll be. But until then, have a great day today. Not your birthday. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Sadly, this guy won't be going to jail for this, but he's not walking away unscathed. A guy in Canada stole a puppy back in 2019, a nine-week-old bulldog named Tarzan. The thief was 20 years old at the time and agreed to meet up with the breeder to buy the puppy. But then he pulled a gun and took off with it. He eventually got caught, though, when he landed in the hospital after accidentally shooting himself in the leg after the robbery happened. He tried to convince the cops that he got himself hurt in a fall, but it was obviously a gunshot wound. The bullet apparently broke his leg as well. The judge recently dismissed the case because while the guy was in the hospital, a cop slapped him silly. He was handcuffed to a hospital bed, started arguing with the two cops stationed outside his door. He and one of the cops started jawing at each other, and he insulted the cop's look. That cop ended up backhanding him across the face three times and then refused to let him talk to a lawyer, so the judge had to throw it out. Both cops are now being investigated for the incident. The puppy thief is now a free man, but he did spend a year in jail and two years on house arrest. So combined with the self-inflicted gunshot wound in the slap, he definitely faced some punishment for it. The puppy's fine, by the way. His owner eventually got him back. Nominee number two. I've never faked a pee test, but the first thing you need is clean pee, right? Some of them needs to be tested. There's chemistry involved. It's not just a look at this, oh, it looks like pee goodbye kind of test. A woman in Florida named Shannon Hunter has been charged with urine testing fraud she was due to provide a drug test last week, but she must have known she wouldn't pass because she did not pee in the cup. Instead, she filled a pill bottle with soda and tap water, hit it, and then during the test, secretly used that. Now, I don't know what kind of soda it was, but I'm assuming like Mountain Dew, maybe ginger ale. It sounds like the probation officials caught Shannon faking the test in the moment, but either way, she wasn't going to get away with it. Soda and water mixed surely would result in a failed test. Shannon pleaded no contest. She'll have to serve 20 days in jail, pay fines, and she could have her probation revoked 
Her rap sheet includes convictions for theft, possession of drug paraphernalia, domestic battery, narcotics possession, and driving without a license. And the winner is... The woman who tried to fake a pee test with water and soda. Yeah, no wonder that didn't work. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.